Fellow Ghanaians, good evening. I thank you for welcoming me into your homes once again on a matter we have all sadly become familiar with, COVID-19. It has been 11 weeks since I last gave you a situational update on the fight against the disease. I've, however, used the occasion of Easter and May Day to apprise you of some major COVID-related developments and of the need for all of us to continue complying with the health and safety protocols. Embarking on a nine-day official working visit to France, Belgium, and South Africa as part of efforts being made to ensure our nation's rapid and sustained post-COVID re economic recovery and have pre-recorded this update prior to leaving the country. I must at the outset express the gratitude of the nation to the National Chief Imam, Sheikh Osman Nuhu Sharabutu, and all Muslims across the country for adhering to the request to have a subdued Eid al-Fitr celebration, devoid of large public gatherings. By and large, it is gratifying to note that many Ghanaians are adhering to the protocols, and it is heartening to see law enforcement agencies acting against persons and institutions flouting the regulations. Until we vaccinate the requisite number of Ghanaians and enhance herd immunity, which will help return our lives to normalcy, the Imposition of Restrictions Act 2020 Act 1012 will remain in force, and the security agencies will not relent in their efforts to enforce it. Fellow Ghanaians, since the last update on 20th February, two major occurrences in our fight against the pandemic in Ghana have taken place. Firstly, we have seen a marked reduction in active cases, i.e. persons who currently have the virus, from 5,444 persons as of 26 February to 1,314 as of 11th May. Our rate of infection has dropped significantly from 400 a day when I last spoke to you to less than 100 now. And the number of persons who have recovered from the virus has also increased from 77,972 to 91,146 within the same period. 176 more persons in that time have also unfortunately lost their lives to COVID-19. Cumulatively, we've conducted 1,121,168 COVID tests. This development brings me to the second reason for tonight's broadcast, one which is crucial in restoring normalcy to our lives. Since I announced the arrival of the first batch of AstraZeneca vaccines from the COVAX facility,
together with the procurement and receipt of others. We have rolled out two phases of our vaccination plan. The first phase involved vaccinating a segment of the population in 43 districts, that is health workers, persons with comorbidities, persons above the age of 60, physically challenged persons, journalists, frontline security personnel, and a cross-section of persons in the three arms of government. The second phase involved vaccinating all other health workers across the country. Nearly a million people have now received the first dose of the vaccine. International vaccine politics and the unpredictability of the supply chain, as well as the third wave of infections in some countries in Europe and Asia, have meant that we have not been able to secure as many vaccines and vaccinated as many Ghanaians as we would have wanted at this stage. In spite of these obstacles, the target is to vaccinate some 20 million Ghanaians, i.e. the entire adult population of Ghana, by the end of the year. In the past few days, government has, through COVAX, received an additional 350,000 doses of AstraZeneca vaccines. These will be added to existing stock to provide the second jab for the 360,000 persons in the 43 districts in the Greater Accra, Ashanti, and Central regions who received their first jabs from 1st to 9th March. I'm happy to announce the beginning Wednesday, the 19th of May to Wednesday, 26th May, the deployment of the second dose of vaccines will take place across the designated vaccination centers in the 43 districts, approximately 12 weeks after the first jab, as the science prescribes. More details of the deployment will be communicated by the Ghana Health Service in the coming week. Efforts are being made to ensure that those who receive their first jabs after the 9th of March will, in due course, receive their second. We are expecting an additional 300,000 doses of Sputnik V vaccines, which have already been approved by the Food and Drugs Authority to arrive in the country. As and when we make further progress in the acquisition of vaccines, the Ministers of Health and Information will make this known to you. We're making all efforts to achieve our overall vaccination target. As alluded to earlier, we are all aware of the havoc the virus is wrecking in Asia and South America. In the form of rising infections and huge death tolls, whilst our thoughts and prayers are with these countries, we must be mindful of the associated risks of travel to and from these countries at this time. I want to reiterate, as captured in the travel directive jointly issued by the Minister of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration and the Ghana Health Service, that all non-essential trips to countries with high COVID-19 infection rates should either be canceled or postponed. 
there'll be plenty of time, God willing, for such trips in the future. We will continue to review our travel restriction measures. Fellow Ghanaians, a major objective of our fight against the virus, right from the onset, has been to limit its importation onto our shores. Consequently, when we reopened Kutuka International Airport, KIA, our aim was to ensure that as much as possible, arriving passengers do not carry the virus, and to establish a testing regime at KIA to help us pick up passengers who have the virus and prevent them from introducing it into our population. KIA, some three weeks ago, recorded significant increases in the numbers of passengers who tested positive for COVID-19. This was identified as in part being due to the countries of embarkation experiencing a third wave of the virus and also challenges in attesting to the authenticity of COVID-19 PCR certification being presented at airports around the world. Since then, the increase in positive tests from passengers arriving at KIA has declined considerably. Nevertheless, it's still necessary for us in Ghana to find a way to secure further our borders and attain our objective of limiting the importation of the virus. To prevent fake COVID-19 PCR certificates being used to enter our country, government through the Ministry of Health has begun the process of digitizing PCR test results to ensure ease of verification. The technology platform being used at KIA is based on standards set by the Africa Trust Travel and ECOWAS Biomass. All passengers traveling in Ghana must have test results or certificates bearing the trusted travel or biomass codes to be acceptable at KIA. We have reevaluated quality checks on testing at KIA, and we're satisfied with the sensitivity and specificity of the testing regime there. All arriving passengers who test positive will follow the laydown procedure. Those who test negative from designated COVID-19 hotspots and testing negative at KIA may be subjected to a repeat test on the third day of arrival. Our fight against the virus, my fellow Ghanaians, is by no means over. The continuous havoc being experienced by some countries as a result of the virus is a testament to the fact that until all countries have rid themselves of the virus and have achieved have immunity, none is safe. So let us all continue to adhere to the COVID-19 safety protocols that are now part of our day-to-day -day activities. We see the rewards for our compliance with the protocols whenever we witness favorable scenarios in our fight against the virus, evidenced in the easing of some of the restrictions. I'm particularly happy that the significant investments 
we have made in ensuring compliance with the safety protocols have enabled us to open in safety all schools, private and public, at all levels. And I want to thank parents, teachers, and students for making them work. We have also put in place the necessary protocols that have allowed us to return to churches, mosques, workplaces, markets, stadia, and to travel. Our ability, however, to congregate in closed spaces like cinemas, theaters, and nightclubs remains restricted. In a move towards the reopening of cinemas and theaters, government has engaged cinema owners and operators on a set of protocols and guidelines that need to be put in place and implemented by all operators before eventual reopening. In the coming weeks, the Ghana Health Service and the Ghana Tourism Authority will be announcing these protocols and mandatory modalities and work with the operators on a set of directives that will ensure the health and safety of all patrons and staff in all the facilities involved. Fellow Ghanaians, I remain optimistic that we can return our lives to normal if we cooperate and work together. Let the reduce rate of infections not lull us into a false sense of security. Let us continue to adhere to the safety protocols, that is the enhanced hygiene and mask wearing protocols. Let us take the vaccine when it gets to our turn. And let us continue to put our faith in Almighty God. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Our goal of zero active cases is in sight if we remain vigilant and steadfast. And Yanum, a free now what you are bay. One year awo panieno, bese awo ni etosu nienu. Abai ebu abu edrona no bebre, ama gana funi na mesramo seni amakadada. Mani biya eni panieno. Intis idro swa kola kwa panieno. Neno nebebu ama yetumi apam yare ifriye maemu. Anyemi me keja uchi ne ni baane. Many ibu corona chofa basa agbo ikun. Amlalo ibu chofa piina agana mambi fe noewo. Cash or no, Yanu Albu, Shufan, Noniba Wawo, Nuoshe Hila Keje, Wamanemi. May God bless us all in our homeland, Ghana, and make her great and strong. I thank you for your attention. Good night, and God bless you all.